sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Christmas is nearly upon us. As you may know, for us as Catholics, we're still in the Advent season, even in the the final week or final days here leading up to Christmas. But Christmas itself is more than just one day. Uh, There's the octave or eight days of Christmas. There's the traditional 12 days of Christmas. But Christmas itself is an even, even longer season. And throughout this season of Christmas, there are a number of saints and feasts that we celebrate. So what goes, what's going on with these feasts and these saints of the Christmas season? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. And the easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio once again. Surprise! You've sort of like, (laughs) did you like usurp uh, Renee Kranz's throne, Robin Bruggeman? Did you kick her out? Did you depose her? You you claimed the the throne (laughs) for your own. She's a busy woman. She is a busy woman. I come in and then she gets a little more time. She's on vacation forever. Well, she was. She was, but she's busy Good for you coming to her defense. I called her a tyrant on Biblical Bites. (gasps) We got back to her about it. And I got in big trouble about that. Was that Casey when you were helping to host? I I better go back to her. But Casey didn't tattle on me. Somebody else did. Well, she could have just watched the episode. Oh, gosh. No, she didn't. Anyway. (laughs) She's good from now on. Okay. Uh, so, uh, happy Advent. Happy Advent. It's not Christmas yet. I know. So, but we are about to, so, well, depending on how, how, uh, quickly to when this episode's um, released, folks are Mm -hmm. listening as, 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 as if you're listening to it right away, Christmas is coming up this next weekend. Uh, but as I mentioned in the open, of course, many Catholics realize this, um, the Christmas season. Oh, by the way, word got back to my kids. We talked about how, you know. The, Saint, the Christmas yeah, carols? Uh, yeah, Christmas, oh. listening to Christmas music even before Advent. M- my dad is a regular listener, and he uh, he got on their case oh, about that. Oh, Grandpa yeah, did. Grandpa did. Way to go, so, Grandpa. Yep. Um, <laughs> so we're to probably get to them about this, episode two. They're the same way. Uh, Christmas is not just one day. It's yeah. a whole season. Don't let it be just one day. So I just want to encourage folks. Like, I know it's really hard. I know it's really hard in these last days up to Advent to maintain that sort of penitential mm-hmm. dimension. But, yeah. but uh, I was going to say, but keep at it. Keep keep yeah. working. It. But it it's can be worth that, it. Beg the Lord for the grace to finish Advent strong. And if you don't, yes. it's okay. Don't yeah. beat yourself up. But but ask the Lord for the grace to finish Advent strong so that you can go from fasting, quote unquote, to, to feasting, feasting come Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the and rest of the Christmas some. season. Yes. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to, today, uh, we're going to quickly, I, Christmas Eve, I wasn't thinking of night already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're going to quickly just walk through the many feasts mm-hmm. within the couple few weeks that are the Christmas season this year, mm-hmm. 22, 23. To keep people feasting. Exactly. And in the Christmas spirit. Exactly. And then we're going to walk, go back to the beginning, kind of focus in on a few of them in a little bit more detail. So yeah. um, Christmas uh, is the 25th of, of December, of course. December 26th. So normally this is the feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr. 
Right. I think what well, we're come back and talking about a little bit, we but this year because so normally the Sunday after Christmas we celebrate the feast of the Holy Family. Mm-hmm. After we celebrate the birth of Jesus, we celebrate the family that Jesus was born into. Of course, Mary, Joseph, yep. and now the new world baby Jesus. Family. Well, because Christmas falls on a, uh, Sunday, a Sunday this, this year. year, the following a week, the week after Christmas is always the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a minute. January 1st. So there isn't January 1st. So there's not another Sunday between right. Christmas and January 1st. So we're stuffing these feast days so in yeah. and shuffling them around. Exactly. So, so this year, unusually, when Christmas falls on a Sunday, the Feast of the Holy Family falls the next day on right. the 26th, kicking Stephen to the curb, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad we don't get a Sunday to, to celebrate. I know. The Holy Family. Next year. I love the Holy next Family year. Sunday. You'll, you'll get it back next yeah. year. Yeah. Comes around. That's a great thing about the liturgical year. Exactly. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the next day, December uh, Tuesday, the twenty sixth this year, we celebrate Saint John the Evangelist, Saint John the Apostle, the author, mm-hmm. the evangelist, the author of the fourth gospel. On the twenty eighth, twenty eighth, we we have an interesting feast or memorial. I think it's a feast, the mm-hmm. feast of the Holy Innocents, mm-hmm. where we recall those young baby boys toddler boys, two mm-hmm. years younger, in Bethlehem um, around the time of Jesus's birth that Herod had killed. Yeah. Um, we'll come back to that. Yeah. So That's a sad one, but I just definitely want to po- worth recognizing. Well, I'm going to come back yeah. to you. It will be. So yep. uh, the next day, the 29th, an optional memorial for St. Thomas Beckett. Mm-hmm. Um, two days later on New Year's Eve, but not the evening, the day, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, December 31st is the feast of one of our popes, Pope Sylvester I. Uh, the 1st of January, of course, is the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. Um, nothing on the 2nd, but on the 3rd, we have the Feast of the Holy Name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year on the 8th, it's traditionally the 6th that we celebrate the Epiphany, but yep. uh, we always move it to um, a Sunday um, in, in the, the the modern calendar. So mm-hmm. the Epiphany, yep. uh, we'll talk about the Epiphany. And then the 9th, which is the last day officially of the Christmas season, um, unofficially, it goes a little bit longer, but the mm-hmm. official last day of the Christmas season is the baptism of the Lord, which will be on Monday, the 9th yep. of January this year. So, so there's like a whole bunch, like, in. Like, yeah. like eight, nine, ten. And this is all normal. Like yep. it's it's late, you know, it seems a little more crunched together this year just because of the Sunday yep. feast days, but this is the normal Christmas season. Right. Um, that yeah, we just want people to know, don't stop celebrating. Don't stop celebrating. I mean, Christmas is way too special of a time. It's Jesus' birthday. Let's keep celebrating. But then let's celebrate <laughs> his life as continuing on. Like exactly. With his family um, and the visit of the wise men with the epiphany and then eventually his baptism. So we're still celebrating his birth and then his early years. Exactly. We are. And and, and it's worth so. I think culturally we, we culturally we make Christmas is the holiday that we make the biggest deal mm-hmm. out of culturally. Yeah. Um we start these days we start celebrating on November 1st. Yeah. I mean, you go That's into crazy. our stores and the Halloween candy is yeah. replaced, the Christmas candy is up, yeah. and the Christmas music starts. I just say the Christmas music at the Burger World starts. <laughs> <laughs> but culturally, yeah, culturally it, everywhere. it ends though December twenty fifth. Yeah, which is so sad. It is so for, and so. Just a quick thing on this: if you biblically, biblically, the the pattern that we follow, where you have a penitential season to prepare for a great feast, and the mm-hmm. feast uh, endures beyond, that's the biblical pattern. 
Right. So we see this throughout scripture where you have times of, of quote unquote mourning and fasting, mm-hmm. penance, leading up to a great feast, to sort of spiritually prepare yourself for the feast. And then the feast, you just, you party. Right. Um, in, in holy ways. Yeah, in holy ways. Uh, for, for, for weeks, if not months. So we, we see that especially in Lent and Easter, yeah. but we all see it in Ad, also see it in Advent and the Christmas season. Yeah. So this, this pattern of a time of preparation, which is not just mm-hmm. spiritual, but also going to be physical, and then a time of feasting is a biblical model that we're following. So even though the culture around us is going to stop celebrating Christmas here after Christmas mm-hmm. um, on December 26th. Some stations might play a little bit more Christmassy you music. Know, that's what's always made me so sad. I know. We get right, we're ramping up our partying. And then exactly. it's like, oh, the, the, the radio's larger culture. quit playing the, radio, I know. the Christmas so music. So keep playing the Thank Christmas music. Thank goodness for like, um, playlists nowadays. For cassettes and eight <laughs> yeah. tracks. and Oh, that's not what you yeah. meant. So... Um, Keep that in mind uh, th- that yeah. we, as we now are approaching the end of Advent, we're about to celebrate Christmas. Uh, do what you can to celebrate the Christmas season. Keep and I know the Bruggemans do some things that I, I maybe even mm-hmm. apart from the feast days, uh, mm-hmm. you might be able to share some things if there are things that you guys do. Do you want me to go into kind of what our Christmas, right yeah. after Christmas yeah. looks like? Please do. Well, we leave all of our Christmas decorations up then for a long time. I don't have a real tree anymore because we leave our stuff up so long that (laughs) (laughs) the tree's turning brown. Right. (laughs) No, seriously. Um, Do you want me to touch on the holy innocence or not really? Uh, Not yet. Not Not yet. yet. Okay. Yep. So, um, you know, we have the Christmas music. We, you know, here's the other thing I love about celebrating Christmas is when you're preparing during Advent, you're preparing spiritually and mentally but then in come the things like, you know, having to shop for gifts or last minute gifts. Even if you do it before, like early in Advent, like I do, there's still the last minute things. There's the food preparation. They're just the normal things that go into hosting and yep. celebrating Christmas. Yep. What I love about the like days after is we do something each of the 12 days, but it's like in this peaceful, relaxed way mm. where I feel like you can really receive Jesus and celebrate what we're celebrating because the hustle and bustle and the crazy has stopped. Right. And the world is kind of silent because most of the people are, they're like, oh, this is a downer. Christmas is done. Right. Or we're like, no, it's still going. So you can really enter in. Um, so that's when I feel like we just really have this peaceful, um, laid back, no worries, yeah. no worries sort of thing. So, so um, let me pause you right there. So People might be wondering, why are you talking about after Christmas, before Christmas? Because this is dropping mm-hmm. um, a full week, bef- being mm-hmm. released a full week before Christmas. Yeah. So we hopefully, you're, if you listen to this soon enough, you'll be able to remember yeah. some of these things. Yes. And come December 26th, you can put them into practice. So yeah. Robin, if yep. you're okay with it, actually before, and, and if this means we, mm-hmm. we don't get to the feasts or as many of them as we were going to, mm-hmm. I really, I, I want people to hear from you some of the things that your family does over the, those 12 days of Christmas. And again, remembering mm-hmm. that the Christmas season is even longer because I do think that this is part of living lit, living liturgically. Mm-hmm. This is the things that you guys do are one way to incorporate into our daily lives mm-hmm. the the liturgical cycle of the church. And mm-hmm. and I want to go Christmas. I was going to say this earlier, talking about how we 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 feast or fast and then we feast. Christmas is yeah culturally a big deal, but also in the church, it is the mm-hmm. second greatest holy day of the church year after the Triduum. Mm-hmm. So. The, around Easter, the, the around Easter, Easter is number one, 
but then Christmas is number two. So it's mm-hmm. not like we're complete bah humbugs simply because we're not starting to listen to Christmas music on November 1st. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal for us, but we wait to make the big deal, mm-hmm. make it a big deal until Christmas actually arrives. Yeah. And along with that, I think there's a lot of music. We still have Christmas music going on in our house. Like it has started now, yep. but I call it Advent music. You know, like we listen to the the things leading up to Christmas. Like it's beginning to look a lot like right, Christmas. Right, right. Well, it sure is because we just got snow. So things <clears throat> like that. But there's the Advent music, a lot of the Christmas hymns yep. and or Advent hymns. Yep. So, um, so we're doing that. So yeah, we're not bah humbug or anything. But and I've said this many times before when I've been on. If you just follow the readings of the church, it's just naturally going to lead you down this liturgical path yep. and celebration. So the first one that. Um, we kind of come to, well, we do St. Stephen, uh, or not St. Stephen, St. John. And then we do like a blessing of wine. We have kids wine. Yep. People can look up St. John. So are they, do, um, your, do your traditions correspond to the feasts? They do. They okay. do. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so we kind of follow that, which again, if, you know, if you're paying attention to the cycle of the church, it's going to say, oh, today is St. John Day. Um, the Holy Innocents. Um, that's one that we um, we do stop at because we're doing the daily readings. And that's what you're hearing if you're doing the daily mass readings. Mm-hmm you're hearing about what took place in history in that same in that time when Jesus was you know toddlerish yep. or whatever yep. um you're hearing about the steps that even um we do the flight to Egypt so I have a statue we put up and we talk about that you know how Joseph was warned in a dream that's how God would speak to him you know quick get Mary and um, Jesus and flee to keep them safe you know so the the flight to Egypt we talk about that and then we talk about the holy innocence and mm. that's um, that's kind of a heavy day because it's a sad day. It's yep. the day that we remember all the holy, innocent children, two and younger, that were murdered because Herod could not stand the thought of someone potentially taking away his kingship, you right. know? And um, like we talked earlier, you know, I've I've had I have a lot of kids, I have seven kids with a, you know, fairly big age range. And through the years, we've almost we've almost had a, always had a little kid in the house. To where we can say, you know, to the older kids, oh my goodness, can you imagine your little brother or sister if we lived in that time? And so we're able to kind of talk about that. We're talking about history. Um, we're going along with Jesus's life and the church, but also tying in um, respect for life mm. um, too. So we do touch on that. Um, like I said, that's more of a Saturday, but I think it's also an... Sa- wait, Saturn, like ah, sad. 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 That's funny. No, yeah, funny. It's a sad day. But I think that's important to point out in the liturgical year that we are we're, we're we're feasting because it's Christmas season, but we also the way the church year and liturgical life is laid out, we are pulled into the like not as happy things, but are good things to know and remember. And also, it makes me think of the people that are just you know mourning yes. during this season. I mean, you know, Christmas as much as we're celebrating, there are people that it's not a happy time because of things they have going on in their life. So it's also a day where we can stop and be like, you know what? Let's also pray for everyone right now who just doesn't have, feel like they have that reason to be happy. They may have the Lord in their life, but they may have had a loss. So let's remember them today too. So I I actually, in just a minute, I want to talk about actually more about these first few feasts right after Christmas and about their significance. But first, if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Dr. Chris Bergwald, talking today with Robin Bruggeman about ways to celebrate Christmas during the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. Not so much before December 25th, but after, which is when the Christmas season really starts. So- 
along the, the point that you were just making, Robin, the thing that uh, um, has that, that struck has struck me um, for a long time. So Christmas, let's just for, forget the fact that because of when it falls, things are a little messed up this year, but we celebrate Jesus's birth on December 25th, December 26th. We celebrate the feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr. Yeah. Which is hey, big. That's what? a big deal too. <laughs> so the There's fact so that the, the church right after this greatest of holy second greatest of holy days, the holy mm-hmm. only only comes up Easter's only the only one that's higher. Yep. The next day, most years we're celebrating a martyr, mm-hmm. somebody who died for his faith in Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And this is just another way that where the church reminds us um, Jesus came. Jesus, it's been said for a long. Jesus was born to die for mm-hmm. you and me. Mm-hmm. So the day after we commemorate his birth we commemorate the first person who consciously gave his life for, for Jesus. For Jesus on the faith. Saint Stephen. Yeah. Yeah. The, the day after that is the Feast of St. John, and you touched on brief. No, do, do you guys do anything for St. John? We do wine oh. and kids' wine. So I'll get to that. Yeah. So, yep. But St. John, who didn't die, but he's con- he's considered, he, he, he bore witness to Jesus. In death. He was mm-hmm. exiled. So not a martyrdom in death, but he, 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 um, he was punished for his faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even, even though he didn't die, he was explicit in his faith. Mm-hmm. The day mm-hmm. after that is the Feast of the Holy Innocents. Mm-hmm. So they're killed because of Jesus. Now, they were two years old or younger, so yeah. they weren't making a conscious decision. But That's by why their they're blood, the Holy Innocents. Exactly. By <laughs> but by their blood, they are bearing witness, if you will, yes. to yeah. Jesus. They were killed because of Jesus. Yeah. So this December 25th, Jesus' birth. 26th, 27th, 28th. Martyrs explicitly yep. or implicitly because mm-hmm. of him, and I'm just struck by the fact that the church, kind of the point that you were just making, it's not it's not party time for everybody. It's not it's not pleasant right. time for everybody. There are people mm-hmm. who are more maybe you know Christmas the holidays are are really tough usually for people who've lost a loved yeah. one, uh, especially recently. Yeah. Um, and there's the a way in which that them. that that even though the Christmas season is a joyous one. There are those little notes, those those hints, mm-hmm. those tinges, if you will, of sadness, and yet there's sadness in the midst of joy because right. it's all about Jesus and faith and trust mm-hmm. in Him, even in the midst of midst of hardship, whether it's exile or even death. Yeah. yeah. So anything. So looking at the 26th, 27th, 28th, anything that you guys do before we move on. No, we're still just celebrating the Christmas. The Christmas feel is still at home. You yep. know, everything's still up. The nativities are up, everything. Um, then it's, you know, January 1st, um, Holy Mary, Mother of God. So we're, we're not going to touch a lot on St. Thomas Beckett or yeah. Pope St. Sylvester. Yeah, They're the 29th are, and 31st. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, so January first. 1st is a holy day of obligation. Um, but it's just that reminder that, I mean, without Mary, we don't have Jesus. Right. And then we don't have Christmas. Right. And so we owe a lot to Mary too. I mean, she, and then just that she is our mother too. Holy right. Mary, mother of God. Um, so that's January 1st. Um, so that's a day that, you know, we bring out just that we have more um, reverence and um, more spotlight on Mary that day. Um, January 3rd is the holy name of Jesus. And just thinking about Jesus's name. When we hear in the Bible, it tells us every knee shall bend at the na- at the sound of that. Um so we just, you know, talk a little bit about the name of Jesus, and um, I think it's kind of a neat, I just thought of this now, but it would also be a cool way if you have children at home to even be thinking of their names, mm. you know, how your name, I don't know, 
your name is who you are. It's special. Yep. It's yep. Um, but the holy name of Jesus. And then comes the epiphany, which is huge at our house. That's when the wise men arrive to the actual stable in the dining room, which at our house is called the epiphany room because right. it's the only day once a year that we eat in the dining room as a family. But um, it's that's just such a special day too where, I mean, if you think about, I mean, these wise men came from so far mm-hmm. to worship someone they they didn't even know. Mm-hmm. They didn't know that much about, but they recognized him as the king. Yeah, so the the just to talk a little bit more historically, theologically about the epiphany. So these are these are Gentiles, mm-hmm. not Jews. So mm-hmm. it's it's worth re- reflecting on the fact that when Jesus was born, um, who are Robin? Who are the first people who come? The shepherds. Who are not no. the hoi poli? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And shepherds. they're not the hoi poli, but they're right. Jews, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're in the field. The angel appears, and they see the heavenly host, and so on. And so, very ordinary, mm-hmm. quote unquote, common folk. Yes. Even maybe, maybe even lower class, yeah, to be honest, which would have been in those days, um, were the ones who come to see Jesus. And then yeah. now, <clears throat> and then we get Gentiles. So. Jesus is 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 Jesus Christ. He's the Christ. He's the Messiah, the Jewish mm-hmm. Messiah. The much awaited, but he's all the long awaited. But he is also um, the the Savior for all peoples, yes. even though all peoples don't necessarily know that. These Gentiles, these whether astronomers or or religious leaders, kings, we're, mm-hmm. we're not. Re- what exactly is a magi? Um, th- we know that there were Gentiles who came from modern day Iran, Persia following this star, star because they recognized it was important. Yeah. Which it's is worth- so cool. I mean, think about it. They followed a star. Right. Exactly. A bright star? Like, yes. Wow. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's worth pointing out too, because um, you mentioned they show up at the stable. Well, historically, well, right. Historically, not really. They do at our house because that's, that's just what we've that's seen the, forever. We, we, but yeah, he ex- was really like, yeah, Can I say Jesus was really like a toddler? He was a toddler. <laughs> so um, they were in, a, we read in Matthew's gospel, which is where we read about the the arrival of the Magi, that they arrived at the house where he was. Yeah. So even so, in scripture, it tells us. Exactly. So why does. don't we have toddler Jesus's toddler nativities? Jesus. I mean, come on, let's come up right? with that. Yeah. You work on that, <laughs> Mrs. Bruggeman. So, so Epiphany is where we're celebrating uh, Epiphany. So the manifestation Um, Jesus is revealed to the Gentiles, Mm -hmm. even when he's just a toddler, just a couple years old. Now it's going to be, and and they recognized him. That's so, so, oh my goodness. So what do you guys do to celebrate Epiphany? We have an Epiphany dinner and, um, we bless our house. That's when we do our Mm. traditional house, house blessing, which I encourage everyone to do. Um, we just make it a special, um, time when we do that together, the whole family, we, um, we reveal our Christ Kindles. Mm. What's a Christ is, Kindle? Well, I don't. Do we have time? Well, the kids draw names. Be two, so I have seven kids. They draw names in Advent. Actually, they'll draw it on December sixth, Saint Nicholas Day, and they draw a name. And when they lived at home, they could do special um, acts of kindness or deeds, like make their bed or empty the dishwasher for a sibling if it was their day. Um, now that I have some kids out of the house, I have three out of the house. They can um, pray specifically, so they draw names of each other. And then they pray more for that sibling. They can do nice things for them. Like if the other kids are over, they could do a quick kind deed. And then they can be like a secret Santa sort of gift thing. And then on the epiphany, they reveal. So they give each other their gift and then they reveal who their Christ Kindle was for 
um, Advent and Christmas. So we always do that on the Epiphany and of course eat in the Epiphany room. Um, and yeah, it's just, I love the Epiphany. I just, it's, it's so beautiful. And do you guys do the blessed chalk stuff? Yeah, we do blessed chalk. So holy what's water. blessed chalk? Well, that's when we do the house blessing. So we go through and we bless our home. Um, with we do special prayers, and then we mark our um, door, yep. um, trim, and doorways with the year. Yep. Twenty plus C plus M plus B plus it'll be twenty three because we're going into two thousand and twenty three. So you you write two zero twenty and then yep. C plus or plus C, C plus, plus M, M plus, B. plus B. So plus if you look at it. The 20 is in the beginning and the 23 will be at the end. So it's for 2023. Yep. That's the year. Then there's a cross between each. Then the CMB are the supposed names of the three wise men. Caspar, yep. um, Melchior, and Bel Belthazar. But in Latin, there's a saying that translates to Christ bless our mansion, which house. is our house. Right. Not our mansion, but that's what it translates to, I think. So anyways, we do that. And then we have a special prayer just asking God's blessing upon our home. Um, upon our family and upon all those who come and go in or out of our house, um, that they will be blessed. And um, that by hopefully entering into our home and spending time with our family, they'll leave feeling like they've experienced something faith-filled or um, the love of Christ in some way. So that's a big deal. We've done that forever, as long as I can remember of having kids. And it's, and the kids look forward to it. So we just process through the house and we have a holy water thing. We bless each room and um, yeah, carry and you're And this is something that... that Catholics are just able to do quote unquote yeah, on their a, own. It's a traditional yep. thing, kind of dates back quite a while. It's yep. not not saying if you're not doing this, you've never heard of it. That's okay. Nothing wrong with right. you. You're yep, not absolutely. wrong. But if you're intrigued by that, reach out to Chris at ignition <laughs> exactly. at sfcatholic.org and um, we can get you the resources exactly. to do that because it's a beautiful thing and you don't have to have a family. You can do it by yourself. Absolutely. You could do it with husband and wife. You could do it with friends, whatever. Um, it's just a beautiful practice that dates back long ago. And um, and why would you not want to ask a blessing upon your home Amen. to be blessed or kept blessed, but also kept safe from evil? Um, and then, so the epiphany is great. And then we end with the baptism of our Lord. And I just love that because if you think about a new baby, when you have a new baby, yep. when we have kids, yep. we bring them to be baptized exactly. when they're generally a baby. Yep. So we're just still walking that, um, that kind of life of Jesus. Of course, he was baptized older as an adult. As an adult right. But when you think of kind of our days where we right. just have that, um, I don't know, it's kind of the next step. You have yep. a baby, you have them baptized. And so I love how the church does that too. So we end with the baptism of our Lord. And that's a great day to renew your own baptismal mm, promises. Promise, vows, actually, um, yeah. There are some done at mass, but then even doing that at home. If you have your baptismal candle, take it out and light it. If you are just get a candle out, light it and think of your own baptism and remember how awesome baptism is. Amen. We became a child of God, but our sins are washed away, original sins. So. It's Amen. great yeah. to celebrate that, the baptism of our Lord, but tie that into our baptismal promises that we receive from him. Exactly. So yeah. the the um, the thing that sort of, like I, the Christmas season, so when Christmas falls on a Sunday, we get the longest Advent possible, yeah, four full weeks, but the shortest after, Christmas season yeah. possible, uh, two weeks yeah. in a day. Yeah, uh, Monday, January 9th, 2023 mm -hmm. will be the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. And the next mm -hmm. day is Tuesday of the first week of Ordinary Time. Yeah, um, it's fast. It, it does go quickly. But I, what I love about all of this, Robin, just as we're, we're ending, um, these are ways, again, to bring the faith of the church 
in a really mm-hmm. concrete way into your the life of your home, whether you're a family of one or of nine. Right. It doesn't it's matter. For everybody. Celebrate the entire Christmas season. Yes. Robin, thanks for being here again. Thank you. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, ideas, thoughts about questions about today's episode or ideas for future ones. And until next time, may God bless you.